Welcome to the Mama Collective, the podcast that's here to empower modern Christian mamas on their journey from surviving to thriving. Join us for practical tips and real conversations rooted in faith, seasoned with grace and truth. Whether you're a new mom navigating sleepless nights or a seasoned pro juggling it all, we've got you covered. Get ready to be inspired, uplifted, and equipped to embrace motherhood with faith at its core. This is the Mama Collective, where we thrive together. Welcome back, Mamas, to the Mama Collective podcast. I'm Amanda. I am your host. And this week, I do, I say it every single week. You're probably sick of me hearing it, but I am so excited to bring to you my friend, Alexa, from the Powerful Mama blog. Now, listen, I have to tell you this. Um, Alexa and I have been trying to like sit down and get this episode recorded for, I don't know, it it feels like a million years. It's probably been at least six plus months. Um, and we finally, like God made it work. And we're so happy. And I'm so happy to introduce her to you all as listeners, because she is an incredible woman of God. She is a mom. She is a wife. She has four boys. <laughs> Two of them are twins. The youngest are twins. They're uh, they're a little younger than Nate, right? Are they 15 months now? They are 18 months. So they're Maybe a little 19. bit older than Nate. Okay. So they're a little <laughs> yeah. bit older than Nate. And um, as a mom who's in the thick of toddler mom life, I know that it's insane. Yeah, <laughs> it's beautiful insanity is what I like to call yeah. it. So please, ladies, help me welcome Alexa here. Alexa, I am so, so thankful for you, friend. I'm so glad you're here. Thank you for having me. So, okay, we've known each other. Okay, now my mom brings me again. We've <laughs> known each other for quite a while because our mm-hmm. oldest are both six now. And I'm pretty sure we connected right after Raphael was born. Yeah. And we connected because of our faith, because of our love uh, of Christ and because of motherhood and, and, you know, navigating through these seasons. And now you have four kids. I have my three. We have pretty similar ages of kids. Talk to me about where the powerful mama life came from. Like, where did you come up with that? Like, how? Why? And what is it? Tell, tell us what is that, and how can we get some of it? Okay. Well, funny enough, <laughs> the powerful mama blog came about after I had um, my firstborn, Lucas. Um, I think back, and I, I think like, what did I know back then with just one baby? <laughs> and so um, back then, the goal was really just to share mom life and to share encouragement. At that time in my life, I was very active in ministry. And I just found this new love, uh, this new passion of motherhood. And I just wanted to share it with the world, share with other moms, connect, connect my faith and, and just connect. Right. Um, And that's exactly what the Powerful Mama Life blog. And let me just say, it started off as the Powerful Mama blog, because I did have a blog back then. Um, But then with, you know, after every kid, it just gets harder and harder to do things. So I changed it to the Powerful Mama Life because it was just me sharing my life on Instagram. And so throughout all these years, that's exactly what it's been. 
Um, but I have to tell you, Amanda, that last year was like the hardest year of my life. And it was then with my pregnancy with the twins. And then once they were born, that God was like, hold on, I'm going to show you really where, where your power comes from. Mm. Because it, yeah, it was, it was a self-proclaimed thing, right? Like I, I declare, I proclaimed myself to be the powerful mama, but I guess I didn't really understand what I proclaimed myself to be. Mm, And God was like, I need to show you, I need to show you where your power comes from. And so, yeah, last year was the hardest year of my life. I would say a little before last year because the pregnancy was hard. And um, it was, I have to tell you, it was, despite it being the hardest year of my life, um, through that year birth, such a faith in me. And it was like, God was opening my eyes, opening my ears and just, walking me through this new journey of faith that I had never experienced before and all glory to him. Right. Because I say it was the hardest year of my life because I felt so powerless. Um, I had complications in my pregnancy that I had no control over. Uh, one, I had no control over having to give birth to the babies early, um, prematurely. I had no control over them being in the NICU. I had no control over their health. I felt so powerless. And then he showed me that it's not, it's not, it's not about control. It's not about my control. It's about his power through me. And so in that time throughout my pregnancy, in that time in the NICU, my prayers started to shift. And I was solely dependent on him because he was the only one who could get us through that hard, those hard situations. Um, He was my source. And so that now I can confidently say I am a powerful mama, but it's not through my own strength. It's not through my own power. It's through him, through Christ, who gives me strength through Christ, who in my weakness makes himself glorify. And, um, so the, 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 that's the background behind the powerful mama life. But now I see the powerful mama life, just us being reminded that, listen, there's no there's no denying that motherhood is hard um we have our ups and downs and all those emotions are valid but that doesn't mean that we're powerless we have a source we have a source to run to and um that he he shifted my perspective in that and it's not about me it's not about how i can make this happen it's running always running to the source because when I am prostrated at the source of where my power comes from, everything else flows because it comes from him. And so that's really the powerful mama life. That's that's how what I live by. Um, and yeah. <laughs> I love that. And it's as you were, you know, sharing that too about being in the NICU and, you know, of course, as a fellow NICU mom and knowing what that's like to not be in control of your child's health, to not be in control of what's going on in your pregnancy, to not know what's going to come out on the other side. It's terrifying, I think, for us in our flesh, because we do want to cling so tightly to the outcome of things. We want to know that everything's going to be okay. And I think 
God is so wonderful because, you know, Jesus said, you know, in this world, we're going to have trouble, but he also said, take heart because I've overcome the world. So I think it's this beautiful promise of, yes, you expect that there's going to be trouble, expect that there's going to be things that you can't control and that are completely out of your power, but then also celebrate the fact that when you don't have control over anything, Jesus is still on the throne. God is still in control. And it's such a beautiful reminder for us as moms that it's okay to be weak. Yes. That that we don't have to do it all in our own strength. And, you know, I think society, and we're going to talk about this too later, but like, I think society puts this this image on us women. And it's like, you have to do it all. You have to be it all. You have to be 110 million percent for everybody and everything. And there's a whole bunch of mamas that are burnt out and they're exhausted. Their faith is dried up. And I just think God wants so much more for us as moms, as women, but especially as moms, because he's like, just come to me, let it go come to me, let me give you the power that you need. So thank you for that beautiful reminder. And how cool is God that he can use those moments where we're like, I don't know, God, where we're just so weak and we're so down and we're suffering to glorify him and to change our hearts, to change our hearts and our minds so that we focus more on him than on ourselves and our problems. So thank you for that. And you know, I love, you know, I love me and Nikki mom. I love, love I love you for that. I love walking through that because it's such a different experience that, that a lot of people don't get to walk through and it's challenging. So thank you. I appreciate it. So, okay. Um, Nick, you life and like, let's celebrate the fact together and just share with the listeners that the, the boys, the youngest, the twins, they actually came out of the hospital and Mm -hmm. they were on, um, medication, like supplemental iron because there was some issues with hemoglobin level with their blood. Like, yep. So they had to go through, you were now dealing with medical visits on top of it, on top of Mm -hmm. raising two older kids. Um, So doctor's visits, adding that into your life, your season is busy. (laughs) Your season is filled with lots of busyness, with lots of doing and, you know, all of the things. But how has God been speaking to you right now? How did he speak to you throughout that season too? And now we're celebrating that the boys are now off of all substantial iron, right? Like, praise God. Yes. Mm -hmm. But what was God showing you in the season? How has he been speaking to you as you go through just kind of the daily grind? I hate saying that, the daily grind, but the daily, it is like the daily activities and duties of motherhood. I love that question um, because I love reflecting and in the moment you don't see why and you're just like in the thick of it and you're like, Lord, Lord, get me through this. (laughs) But when you are able to reflect, you're able to see like, wow, I was going through that and I had no idea what the outcome was going to be and look at where I am now. And so during that time, uh, he was increasing my faith and just teaching me how to count on him, how to rely on him, how to put, how to lean back on him. 
And just exactly like you said, just give it all to me. Lay it at my feet. I'll take care of it. So during that time, that's what he was working on. And last year, um, I would say last year was the first full year that I didn't work at all. The first time in my life that I I, I didn't work because I was working at home right. with my four kids, right? <laughs> keeping Which them alive. Which is keeping a them. job. Yes. Job. Yes. It is. It is an overlooked job, right? Yes. So yeah. um, last year was hard too because it was uh, a change in paradigm, right? Like uh, I wasn't physically working outside of the home, but I was physically working at home. I was tired at the end of the day as if I worked a real job. Well, not I, wouldn't, I don't want to say a real job because that's right. like we just said, it's a job, but an, uh, a job outside of the home. Um, just he was working on shifting my my perspective shifting my attitude and and realizing that it's a blessing to be home with your children there are mothers who cry every day because they would love to be home with their children but they can't because they have to provide for their family and so he he just was working in that area just changing my perspective and and now it's just a matter of teaching me how to just be better at what he has given me, right? So my focus now is just tending to my home, tending to my children, discipling my children, right? Um, because I I think back to the times that I was so so faithful to serving in ministry, and wherever there was a need, I was there. If I needed to teach, if the children's ministry, the worship team, I was a part of almost every ministry, and I was always there. That 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 was my time of serving like crazy within the church. And God has changed my perspective to see that I'm I'm still serving. Yes. I'm serving my home right now. I'm serving my children. I'm serving my husband. I'm serving my community, my friends, my family. With all this time that I have at home, which it seems like I have all the time in the world, <laughs> time goes by fast. Yes. And what am I doing with my time? What? How can I serve God with my time at home? Making sure that my doors are open, serving to whoever needs an ear, whoever needs a meal. That's me working in, in, in the capacity that I can in this season, serving God in the capacity that I can. And, but before, before I was able to do all that, you know, like he had to shift my heart. He had to open my eyes to make me see that it's okay not to live in, in what culture says you have to do as a mother, as a wife in this modern age, it's okay. You're doing something different. You're doing what's best for your family but you're still serving God and that's okay. So that's where I am right now. And I, I, I feel so blessed. I feel so honored that he has given me this task. Um, it's been such a blessing to be able to homeschool my children. My, it's always been my dream. And now that I'm we're completely immersed into it, it's beautiful. And to be able to see the twins, my miracle babies just grow before my eyes. It's just such a blessing. And I would have never expected it. I, I never expected to be a twin mom. I never expected to be a mom of four children, but it's been such a blessing. And I'm just so, 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 so grateful. Mm, so good. He's so faithful. I'm like, and if you're not watching on YouTube, I have a sweatshirt on. Funny that you said that. It's like faithful in the mystery. And it's like, we just don't know what is going to happen in our lives. We don't know what each season of life is going to bring. And each season of motherhood, because yeah. like you said, like right now you're in the thick of it with yeah. littles, homeschooling, 
but that in the season that God showed you that you can still serve him well, but that your main focus is on your family. Family is your ministry, but the seasons change, right? Like it's just, I, I always think about like spring and summer and as we're heading into fall, almost winter. And it's like every season of our lives change, our seasons of motherhood change. Maybe as the kids get older, God's going to call you into something else where you get to do a little bit more. And it's just so, it's, it's a good reminder to be aware and to be listening. And you even said reflecting to reflect on where am I at right now? How can God use me right here where I'm at to still serve him? Because he's going to bless it no matter what, as long as it honors him. Like, let's put that out there. He's not going to bless something that is messy and that is not of him. But he called called us to motherhood. And if he gave you the blessing of a child, like, lean into that and do what you can do right now. Maybe it's time to step back out of that season of, Mm -hmm. you know, serving in the church so that you can focus on your family. Maybe it is that time to step out of the marketplace so that you can really focus on discipling your kids. It's these beautiful paradigm shifts that God presents us with when we just sit back and pause and seek him. Oh, yeah. And it's, I think that's probably the hardest part for most people because we live in this culture, the society that's like, do, 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 keep moving, keep doing things. Don't pause because then you're lazy, but it's like, God wants us to pause. Yes. It's so important. Mm. Girl, we could talk about this like forever. So let's, let's talk about mainstream culture. Let's, let's really look at this it's this image that mainstream culture has portrayed of mothers where motherhood is this burden where being a mother means that you have to be burnt out, stressed out, overworked, overwhelmed. Um, I'm trying to think of like all the other things that I see on social media all the time, but you know, you shared a little bit about how God shifted your perspective what do you, what would you say to the mother that is feeling those things? Because we know that yes, motherhood brings some incredible challenges. What Mm -hmm. would you say to that mom that is feeling all those things and feeling this cultural pressure and cultural lie that motherhood is a burden? What would you say to her in this moment to just really kind of encourage her? First, I'm going to take a step outside. Yes, I have a little one crying. <laughs> He's like, nap time is over. Yes. <laughs> um, what would I say? Well, you said it perfectly. <laughs> you just, you said everything. You said um, that sometimes it is important. Maybe God is calling us to take a step back. It's really tune, fine tuning our ears and our eyes to see what it is, what, what path, what steps God wants us to take next. Um, he is, he is the one who sets out our path, right? Um, he is the one who knows what seasons we're in and where he wants us and what he wants us to do. So really connecting with him and, and, and connecting to his will for us is important. Um, I feel that sometimes we just, we get caught up in like, 
I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know why I'm going through such a hard season. I don't know why I'm going through such, such hardship right now. And we forget that we have to go to the one who already set out our path for us. What is it that God wants us to do next? What steps has he, uh, he has put out for us, right? Just connecting with him, um, taking time to pray and getting into his word. That's something that I am, I'm especially now just really enforcing in my life because I feel that one, I don't like to be confused. I don't like to, to not know what's next. Right. Um, but I feel such peace when I connect with him because I know that whatever it is, whatever my next steps are, he has ordered for me. Yes. And so if I connect with him, he's going to put it out for me and I just need to follow. So if there's any mama out there who, who just feels that burden, that, that it's just too much right now, my encouragement to you is just connect, connect with your creator, connect with the one who has already set out your path. Um, give him, give him access to just guide you into what your next steps are for your life. Um, like you said earlier, I mean, the word does say that we will encounter hardship, but that doesn't mean that we have to stay, be miserable and stay stuck in, in this vicious cycle of like gloom and doom and just, you know what I mean? You know, yeah. <laughs> just yeah. connecting with him. It's just so important. And it sounds so simple and the enemy will always put um, things in our way to not allow us to connect. Right. Cause like, for, for working moms, I, I can only imagine you're just so tired of working and you come home and you have to deal with your little ones and you have to make dinner and you have to do this whole to-do list. And then by the time that they're sleeping and you have like five, 10 minutes to yourself, you're just like, oh my God, I'm exhausted. Let me just go to sleep. Right. <laughs> but really just, just finding that time, even if it is three minutes, even if it is five minutes, just to connect with him and say, Lord, here I am. Do your will in me. That's all. That's all he needs. Give him access. Give him access to do his will in you. And you'll see, he'll direct your path. You'll fine tune your ears. He'll, he'll, I, t I say, take out the smudges from your glasses so you can see the path that he's pointing out to you. I love that. That's a mic drop right there, friend. Like, and, <laughs> and again, if you're watching YouTube, you get to see Alexa's like gorgeous smile, her gorgeous symbols, and she literally just Stop. lights up when she's <laughs> just talking about Jesus. And that is the joy, right? That is a fruit of the Holy Spirit. Yes. That is the joy of the Lord. And as it mothers, is. we get to we get to have this fruit. This is a fruit of our of a changed life, a transformed yes. life by the gospel. Yes. And we don't have to follow cultural, societal rules that say that motherhood has to be awful. As Christian women, as Jesus lovers, right? As women who have been transformed by the gospel, motherhood yeah. should be a radically different experience than, yes. the rest of, yes. than, than what the rest of the world experiences. Yes. I, I love totally that. agree. Oh, well, I am so thankful again for you. I'm just so thankful that we connected. Like, I just think of like, I'm like, God's like this platform that has, you know, some people are like, I hate social media and I hate, but I'm like, what a beautiful place for yes. 
sisters in Christ to connect, to the, be the yeah. light of the world, to go out and to share the gospel, to love oh, other yeah. moms and encourage other moms. Um, I'm thankful for this platform. I'm thankful it brought me to you, um, that we get yeah. to do this life together. Um, and I just want yeah. to thank you again for just coming on and, and inspiring us, encouraging us. And I think if there were some main takeaways that I'm getting from today, that I think the moms would really connect with. It's to, first of all, to pause and to really just like reflect on the season of life they're in right now. I think another thing would be really to like just seek God, ask God what he wants from you out of the season of life, out of the season in motherhood. Um, Ask yeah. him to reveal how you can serve him well, serve your family well, and ask yes. him where he's calling you. Um, and then do, oh, act, respond, be obedient, um, yes. and do what he asks you to do. If he's like, go spend five minutes just praying. If it's go read your Bible, go put on some worship music, go be yes. in joy, go love your kids well. Whatever he asks you to do, respond because confusion yes. is not from our Father. Confusion is, is from the devil. It is a lie from the pit of hell. Any kind of peace and clarity, that comes from God. And he will reveal it to you as long as you seek it. So yes. mamas, I hope that you walk away from this episode encouraged, empowered, and knowing that you can go have and live the powerful mama life yourself because yes. God is willing to give it to you. He wants yeah. to give it to you. He wants to give you his power. And Alexa, thank you again for being such a beautiful example of this for us. Yes, thank you for having me here. It's such an honor. Oh, you're amazing. And ladies, um, if you want to connect with Alexa, she is over on Instagram. It is at the powerful mama life. And I will yes. connect it into the show notes so you can connect with her. I think she still does have some, you have some old blog posts on there still. I do. Yeah. You can, you can see her journey with the twins. Um, She has a business. She's a homeschool mom. She has a business <laughs> that's around teaching and homeschooling. Uh, she is literally an incredible resource, especially if you're a homeschool mom, or even if you have kids in school, in public schools or private schools, and you want some resources to help you disciple your kids at home. She's got tons of things. So I'll make sure I connect that. Go check her out. It's she's incredible. Thank you. All right. Thanks, Alexa. Thank you. Bye. Thank you for joining us for this episode of the Mama Collective. I hope you've been encouraged and equipped on your motherhood journey. If you enjoyed today's episode, please subscribe, rate, and leave a review. Your feedback means the world to me. Remember, Mama, you're not alone in this journey. Connect with me on Instagram at underscore Amanda.Trojan and over on Facebook at AmandaTrojan16 for ongoing support and inspiration. You can also shoot me a DM with what you want to hear on the podcast as well. And listen, grab a clip of a takeaway that you got from this episode and tag me in your stories, and I'll make sure to share it with my mama community. Most importantly, continue to root your motherhood journey in faith, grace, and truth. Until next time, mama, keep thriving, keep shining, and keep the faith. This is the Mama Collective, and I'll see you next time.